Welcome to this week's message from Crosspoint Community Church. You can find us on the web at crosspointonline.org. There, you can find links to our social media accounts. Led by Pastor Mike Deese, we meet every Sunday at 11 a.m. in Roswell, Georgia. Now presenting this week's message. Okay, today we are uh, going to spend uh, a little time looking at part three of this message, Think About What You Think About. Uh, And the fact that we're spending three weeks on it is just a a reminder and an encouragement for us to, to realize that it's important for us to think about what we're thinking about and how that shapes every aspect of our life. And so before we do that, uh, let's pause and just ask God to, to guide us in our thinking process today. Let's pray. Father God, we thank You for Your grace. Uh, we thank You for this day. We thank You that as we've sang today that, uh, Lord, You are worthy of our praise. Uh, no matter what our experience has been this past week, um, some... Um, maybe disappointed, some uh, facing uh, difficulties, others just joyous, or no matter what, your promise for those whose faith has found a resting place in you is that in all things that you work for the good of those that love you and are called according to your purpose. And so, Lord, we just now ask that you guide us as we sit at your feet to, to allow you to speak truth to us and that we embrace that truth and that we experience the freedom uh, and the life that you so desire for each and every one of us. So now, Father, help us through your Holy Spirit to guide our thoughts as we think about our minds. For it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, so we've established the fact that right here is, is, is where it really begins. This beautiful thing that God has given us is absolutely essential for us. And therefore, that's the reason why it's so important for us uh, to guard and protect and to help and support others in, in this battle for our mind because there truly is a battle for our mind. And so what I want to do is just take a, a minute and, and, and do a quick review. If you've not been a part of this series, you can get on uh, our website and go uh, online there and, and listen to uh, those messages, uh, part one and two. But we're going to do just a quick review because what we've done is just, uh, these are just premises. These are pillars, if you would, as far as how uh, and why it is important for us to think to think about what we're thinking about and how that uh, affects our life. So here we are. My thoughts control my life, but I control my thoughts. Now this has a caveat to it that's going to bring us down to point number seven in just a minute, but this is the reality. You know, what we're thinking, whatever's on our minds, that's, that's directing our life. But we, we have, by God's grace, power to control our thoughts. Change must start in the mind. So it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen just because someone else is saying it or uh, because that's what everybody else is doing. But it starts right here as we embrace that. Number three, I change how I feel by changing how I think. 
so if you want to feel differently, uh, allow God to, to renew your mind. Number four, every behavior is based on a belief. So if you're doing something, even if it's destructive, it's because you believe something that is maybe not true. Number five, uh, anytime I sin at that moment, I'm believing a lie. So, you know, every behavior is uh, based on a belief. Well, I'm believing lies. And so all of us fall prey to that. And because Satan is the father of lies, he's been about it. He knows exactly how to get you and me to believe lies. That's reason is imperative for us to, to rethink our life and to think about what we're thinking about. But when we're missing the mark, uh, when, uh, when we're hurting others, hurting ourselves, missing out on what God has for us, we're believing some type of lie. Uh, number six, an unseen war is going on in and for my mind. Uh, somebody asked me, they said, was that, that story you told about the boa constrictor really, really true? Yeah, yeah. I mean, National Geographic. I'm not thinking that they're going to lie about that. But, uh, you'll, you'll want to go hear that if you didn't, uh, wasn't here last week. But there is this unseen war. It's going on right here. Uh, and, and it is in the relationships we have. It's in culture. It's in our, uh, if Satan can use any system out there, our educational system, you know, how important, you know, we celebrate the lives of these young ladies, you know, because of their the studiousness and, you know, for completing this section of their life. But uh, Satan will use any venue he can to come in there and rob us of the truth that sets us free. Number seven, we talked about as this premise is to win the battle, I must have God's spirit and God's word inside of me. So, you know, uh, my thoughts control my life, number one, but I control my thoughts. The truth of the matter is, without God's Spirit and God's Word, we're not going to have the power to win that battle. Without God, you're not going to have the power to do that. We're going to be locked in to the Father's. We don't have the resources that it takes. We don't have what it takes because Jesus says, apart from me, you can do nothing. Uh, absolutely nothing. And you say, well, I'm doing something, but nothing of significance of our eternal value or, or anything remotely to, uh, uh, to uh, embrace what it is that God had created us for. To win the battle, I must have God's Spirit and God's Word inside of me. Now, we're, we're going to look at a little bit more of what that means and, and what that takes from us. Number eight, my goal is to learn to think like Jesus. So these are the pillars as we're thinking about what we're thinking about which leads us up to this one, this one point that I want us to spend a few moments on this morning. And that is this. Number nine, for me to think like Jesus is called repentance. For me to think like Jesus is called repentance. Uh, the truth of the matter is, is that this is a very positive word. This word repent or repentance is a very positive word, but it's lost its meaning in our world today. And whenever you hear the word repent, there may be a picture that comes to your mind. Maybe it's some guy standing on the street corner, you know, holding up this sign going, you know, repent. You know, and there's maybe you, you get this sense of the anger or judgment or whatever the case is. But if, if we look at it, uh, God has a different, God has a whole different concept when it comes to repentance. So if we're going to have the mind of Christ, if our goal is to think like Jesus, if we're having the mind of Christ, which we have uh, as believers in Jesus Christ, then uh, for me to think like Jesus means that I've got to repent. Repent. Now, again, 
we in our world just change our world and Satan's going to use our world to change, you know, kind of the meanings and connotations of words. So we miss out on what it is that God wants us to experience. You know, it's like in our day and time right now, you know, it's like uh, uh, I. Some of you, this is going to fly over your head. Others, you say, but it's probably inappropriate. But, you know, I say, I'll tell somebody, I'm saying, hey, I'll hook up with you later. And then the younger kids are going, no, uh, 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 don't do that. Because it don't mean that. It, it don't mean, I'm, hey, I'll talk to you. I'll give you a call, whatever the case. No, no, no. Change, we change the meaning. You know, and like, you go, that's bad. You go, oh, really? That's bad. No, that's bad. Bad, what bad means good. You know, that, I mean, that's like, oh, that's awesome. You know, that's bad. So in our, you know, here's what, hey, think about it. Think about the important things of marriage. The meaning of marriage today. The meaning of life today. We change the meaning of words uh, out there in our culture, in our world, in our society, and Satan is a master doing that. And he even does this with this very, very, very awesome and positive word, repent. Repent. And, and, and so I really want us to take a minute and, and look at this because really the most positive and transforming word in the world is repent. Repent. Uh, the happiness, our fulfillment, our connection to God, it's all found in this particular word. You know, it's not this hammer that, you know, you beat others with, you know, on God's behalf. But it's a Greek word, and many of you know that we, you spent time on this, but the word is metanoia. Meta means to change, you know, or to reverse, or U-turn. And noia just means your mind. So to change your mind. And so in order for us to think like Jesus, we've got to change our mind. You know, many of you have heard of the exchange life, which helps us to understand our identity, which gives us a, a good insight on what it really means. We say, God, I want Christ, I want your mind, your identity, and I want your mind in me to change your mind. Uh, here's kind of how it works. You know, uh, I think guilty thoughts. You know, I used to think guilty thoughts, and and, and now I think forgiven thoughts. I, I I used to think damnation, and now I th I think life and peace. I used to think stress, and now I think serenity. You know, I used to think you know there's no purpose in in, in what I'm doing today, and now I'm I'm thinking there is purpose. But the only way that we have that change is whenever we embrace the truth of what God has to say in His Word, and when we allow. His Holy Spirit to resonate that truth in our life. In order for me to think like Jesus, in order for me to, to allow God to bring victory in my life and to enable me to be an overcomer uh, no matter what has been my experience, then it involves repentance for me just to simply repent, to change my mind. Um, and a lot of people think, you know, repent means, you know, you just fix your bad behavior. I've known so many people, you know, who believe that you fix your bad behavior. You stop doing bad stuff. No, that's the fruit of repentance. That's the fruit of changing your mind. But how many how many believers have you known that have been all messed up in this performance mentality and trying to do good and be good? And therefore, they're thinking, uh, you know, God is just out to get me. You know, that I can never please God. You know, that uh, I, I will never measure up. And that's a performance mentality. God says, listen, I want you to change your mind about what Christ has done. 
And it's not about what you can do for God. It's not about you being able uh, by your behavior or by your performance to be able to have peace with God, but it's all based on what God has done through His Son, Jesus Christ. We change our mind about what it takes to experience life. We change our mind about what it takes in order for us to experience God in an intimate way. We change our mind in order for us to know and experience abundant life. To change our mind. Uh, it's, it's really positive, and, and, and when I change my mind, here's what I'm doing. I'm changing my mind about every aspect of life. Every aspect of life. The way we're able to do that, no matter how locked in, no matter how many strongholds, the way we're able to do that is by allowing God's Word and His Spirit to work mightily within us. We change our mind about everything, about purpose, about meaning. Uh, it's a lifestyle where I more and more think like God thinks and less and less think about like the world thinks. So it's this positive exchange. And all of a sudden, you know, uh, I'm experiencing what it is that God wants uh, me to experience in my life. I love the Amplified in Acts 3.19. And this is where Peter is talking, you know, after Pentecost and the, the Holy Spirit. God has just manifested Himself through God's Spirit. And uh, he's talking to the Israelites and he says, so repent, change your old way of thinking, regret past sins, and return to God. Seek His purpose for your life so that your sins may be wiped away so that times of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord. So what is he saying here? He says, don't change your ways. He's saying, I want you to change your mind. I want you to change your mind about what really it is that God has done and what God is doing and what God wants you to experience in your life. And he says, do this so that times of refreshing may come. That's time for reviving. Let me ask you, is there anybody here that needs a little refreshing? Anybody here that needs a little reviving? And so what he's saying is, you've got to change your mind. Because see, the world says, here's how you experience it. Maybe your feeler's saying, here's another way you experience it. But here's what God's saying. I want you to embrace what I have to say, my truth for you. I want you to experience a refreshing in your life. That comes from repentance. That comes from our minds, submitting our minds to God. We rethink our life because so many times we've thought uh, things that are just flat out wrong. We've thought things that are flat out wrong about God. We thought things, you know, that you know that God is out to get me. That um, I can't measure up. That I've got to do this, and and we need God through His Spirit and through His Word uh, to uh, do its work as we embrace it, as we cooperate with Him. So repent's a good thing. You know, it, it's not bad. Uh, it's good. It's good. Uh, and it's what God's calling us to do and to experience. To rethink what it is that He is doing in the world. To rethink what it is that He's wanting to accomplish in our life. There's one last thing I want to point out, uh, and, and this is the next verse. In the last book of the Bible, in Revelation, uh, we have what the Spirit is saying to the churches, and there's these seven churches uh, uh, that uh, all have a legacy, and, and this one in Ephesus was you know, pastored by the one that Paul, the Apostle Paul, mentored himself, Timothy, and uh, it was just a, a great, great church. But here's, here's what... Here's what the Lord says. He said, I know your good deeds, your hard work, and your perseverance. 
So let's just stop right there. He says, listen, you have, been, you have diligently, you have diligently been about what God is on God's heart. I know this. And you've put up with hard times and you've endured persecution and suffering. You know, I understand that. I know this. But he says, but I have noticed this. I've noticed this. You don't love me as much as you used to at first. He said, all this stuff's good, but you know what? You don't love me like you did at first. And that's devastating. That's heartbreaking because that's, that's really the ultimate goal that God has for you and for me is a love relationship with Him. Not for us to try to get out there and do this stuff, but it's to have that intimate love relationship with Him. And so it really begs for us to just kind of pause just for a moment and just ask this question. Is there ever a time where you were more in love with Jesus than you are right now? And if you can say, yeah, then yeah, there's a time of refreshing is needed. You go, well, that's just kind of the way it works. You know, it's just that first love kind of. No, 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 no. He, we see scripturally. Uh, wrong thinking says oh, this is this is natural. Scriptural thinking says, no, matter of fact, this intimate love for the Lord is something that stays white hot. You don't love me as you used to at first. And so he gives us uh, these three keys. He says, so here's what I want you to do. I want you to remember what it was like before you fell away. I want you to remember those early days. I want you to remember the absolute joy uh, of knowing that your sins are forgiven, that you've got heaven forever. I want you to remember that. And then he says, I want you to repent. What does that mean? I want you to change your mind. I, I want you to change your mind as far as whatever it is that's got you locked in that's leading you away from this white hot love with me. Remember, go back, spend time in God's Word, repent, and then he says, return to doing the things that you did with me at first. So let me just say this. This, this is what God says. This, this is the steps that He is inviting us to take in order to experience the love that He wants us to experience and so that we can express the love that He wants us to express. But this is also true in so many other aspects of life. You know, you can say, man, man, in my marriage, we're just barely hanging on. We're just coexisting. Well, this is true here. You know, hey, 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 remember Remember what brought you together in the first place. Don't keep thinking about, well, they squeeze the toothpaste instead of rolling the toothpaste. You know, no, no, no. You, he's saying, this is what you remember. And he says, change your mind. Change your mind instead of focusing on the negative, focus on the positive, focus on the fact that God brought you together. And he says, and return to doing the things you did at first. So, for instance, you know, for some of us, you know, if it's like growing cold, it's like date your mate. You know, do the things you did at first. When we bring it into our relationship with the Lord, He's saying, if we, listen, if we are, if we are watching so much TV and doing so much social media and all that kind of stuff, when we're not allowing God's Spirit and God's Word to resonate within our heart, how in the world can we expect the freedom that Jesus talks about to be true of our life? For some of us, it's time to repent. And that's a positive thing. It's, a, it's just a time to, okay, I'm going to change. I'm going I'm to change my mind to instead of just kind of 
on autopilot, I'm going to change and embrace what it is that God is calling me to do an experience. When we do that, not only does it affect our heart and our spirit, not only does it uh, revitalize or refresh our relationship with God, but it also impassions us like Jesus who had compassion as he looked on over Israel. Like Paul, whose heart was broken, so that uh, that drove him to continue to share the love of God. It 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 puts us in a position to where now we're not just caring about me, but because of the love of Jesus in us, it's overflowing, and we're caring about so many others. That's what our Turkey team is praying that God will do is is through. Uh, uh, the obedience and the willingness to go is to allow the love of Jesus Christ just be instruments so that the Holy Spirit uh, will be working uh, in a mighty way. But what about you? What about me? To think like Jesus is just simply to change your mind. If there was ever a day that you were closer, He's saying it's time to repent. Would you pray with me? Father God, we just come before You right now and, and we ask that, Lord, we don't just hide our plane over this moment, but, but we allow You to engage us in the truth of Your invitation. And that is to experience hope. That is to bring about a, a change of mind, the mind of Christ for each and every one of us. And I pray that for our body as well. And Lord, for each of us as individuals and also for us as a body, Lord, our desire is to, is to just follow your invitation here. To remember. To remember what you've done for us. To, to remember that first love. To change our mind from just coasting to engaging and allowing your truth through, Lord, time with you, through Bible study, through time with others and studying your word lord we're not just going to go the way of the world we're going to repent we're going to change our mind about how we spend our time then we're going to return lord i pray oh that you would lead each of us into that time of refreshing not only for this day but lord for the future that you have planned for us for we make it our prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for listening to this week's message from Crosspoint Community Church. You can find us on the web at crosspointonline.org. There, you'll find links to our social media accounts. We gather every Sunday at 11 a.m. in Roswell, Georgia. Tune in next week.